Hey everybody, Jason Burmis here, and it's Mixed Martial Mindset with John Fitch, exclusively at the Rockfin. That's right, exclusively now, John. Exclusive. Exclusively. Exclusively. Um, YouTube, we were just talking about it. YouTube gave me the band hammer. I appealed your video, um, and they said no. I got that this morning. Said medical misinformation. Apparently, you can't play the ivermectin clip. It's weird. Doctor, not allowed to doctor. <laughs> well, the thing is, all right, so when I first, how did I figure out that this was happening, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm cleaning up my uh, my living room studio. I'm listening to fucking um, Tom McDonald. You listening to Tom McDonald yet? Mm. You need to be. I, I'm going to send you a couple videos. You, you're going to love it. So I'm listening to Tom McDonald. All of a sudden, like mid-song, it cuts off. Now, sometimes YouTube will cut you off because they don't think you're there, right? And uh, so I go over to go hit play, and all of a sudden it says, you've received a community guideline strike. Meanwhile, I'm cleaning up the studio, right, getting ready to go live. I believe this is like Saturday. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> so I click on it, and it takes me to your video, okay? So it takes me to your video. So at first... I'm super irate thinking that they gave me the community guideline strike for the video of you and I. Um, and they did, they struck me twice, basically warned me and then struck me. So I fucking start putting out a tweet. I had a one and three thread and I get to the two of three thread. And then I realize there's a separate email and it's actually the Alex Jones interview that got hit. But because I got a warning from you, they went to that one first, right? So I take the tweets down. I'm just irate. And so something with the doctor that we were talking about. So here it is. I mean, let's let's just go uh, and and, uh, timed out. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, are expelled even. We'll go to the actual YouTube uh, response today. Okay. So here it is. Hi, Jason Burmis. <laughs> we have reviewed the following appeal. So now we got to our appeal, right? The Mixed Martial Mindset Holiday Spectacular. Literally a show where I had a cartoon Santa Claus big head in the beginning, folks. <laughs> um, it says, we reviewed the content carefully and confirmed it violates our medical misinformation policy. You know this probably disappointing news, but it's our job to make sure that YouTube is a safe place for all. Now, I want to talk about that Orwellian nightmare because we've got other stuff to talk about. We're going to talk MMA. I'm sure you caught the fights, John. But I did. Fights were fun. They were fun. We I actually called him with Militich again. So uh, he came over to the house and we did like a four-hour broadcast, one on my uh, one hour on my Rockfin, about three on his. But let's just go somewhere and check this out, John, because medical misinformation, they're mad at me. Because I played a doctor trying to save lives. Well, guess what? Guess what, Mr. Fitch? So Oxford University has now come out, okay? This is Oxford. And admitted that the common asthma treatment, guess what? Budesonide, the one we've been talking about, Mm -hmm. absolutely works. And guess what? It has a 90% actual efficacy rate... (laughs) Okay, not of making antibodies and we don't know what will happen, but of keeping your motherfucking ass out of the hospital, staying at home, and having a quicker resolution of fever symptoms and fewer persistent symptoms after 28 days. 
Hence, you know what I like to call that? A fucking cure. <laughs> a cheap fucking cure that these the counter, even. Yeah, that these YouTube motherfuckers dare to say they're keeping a safe place. You got blood on your hands, motherfuckers. You fucking killed a bunch of old fucking people. Facebook, you killed a bunch of fucking old people. You did you know it. My, you know who my uh, uh, most favorite modern-day serial killer is? Oh, uh, Bill Gates. Who? Cuomo. Cuomo. So, we could talk. You know what? Before we get He's into the new it, Ted Bundy. He's the new Ted Bundy. Bro, listen, man. We got it all queued up. Because I figured he was going to want to talk about all this stuff. We got it all. We got cute Cuomo queued the fuck up. We're going to get there. Okay. A mass murderer. So, gruelingtruth.com. Is it geriatricide? Is that what he did? Geriatricide? Honestly, it was a genocide of the elderly and fucking, not only just the elderly, but those who needed fucking physical assistance almost 24 hours a day. People in homes. You know what I mean? You could have 60-year-olds in there. And you could have 90-year-olds in there. Sometimes you got 50-plus. I mean, sometimes, you know, they don't have a family that can take care of them. They got MS. You know, my my, my uncle, who passed away at 62, for the last decade or so of his life, he needed somebody there all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And if you're in a situation like this, where they're bringing in sick people on purpose, and you've got MS, or you've got a crazy pre-existing condition, so guess what? Fuckers. It could be a fucking wrap. TheGruelingTruth.com, that's where you find the audio podcast. You find everything Fitch smashing over at JohnFitch.net. Why don't you tell people what you got going, John? Uh, I got some courses on uh, uh, Gumroad. Check them out. Uh, and then the podcast, John Fitch Knows Nothing. We talked last night in depth about comparing Carmen Usman's career next to George St. Pierre. And... I just, I just, he's a great fighter. I just don't think he's on the same, same level. I don't think, not because he's not good, but because he hasn't faced near the competition level that uh, GSP did. We'll get to that in a moment first. Cause I, cause we were talking about, you know, obviously Usman prior to the fight versus uh, Gilbert. And, and a little bit of next fight for Usman. What's the best and biggest fight that should happen that nobody's talking about? All right, we'll talk about it. John Fitch, obviously. Burma's Brigade Media Month 19 is over, and it's actually really uh, Media Month 20. We're not going to have a month 20. We're going to make it 21. But this is the go-get funding. Uh, we're hoping uh, that we don't get kicked off of PayPal like Titus Frost has, because then you won't even be able to do this. So uh, right now, I can't do Stripe yet. I have to start like an LLC. i got to do a whole thing if I want to fucking expand this thing. So it's, it's about to happen. I'm going to get a warehouse. You should have an LLC anyways. I know. More right well, it's yeah, you're right. Well, I got to do it, man. Well, the thing is, I want to do that for the inter. I want to expand, especially with everybody uh, censoring me on platforms like this one. I want to remind all my documentary films are free for now over at uh, uh, YouTube in this playlist and everything for the next two weeks, not just one, but because YouTube banned me for a week for the next two weeks, everything will be free at Rockfin live. Uh, there and for this week it'll be all exclusive. Get a so, membership; it's worth it. Yeah, it's totally worth it. The the nine ninety nine does help, guys, and you can get my content, Fitch's content. You can endorse other people. There are tips on there. And John, we got to get you in on the um, Ray Token meetings. Uh, they had that over uh, last week, <laughs> and it was just really, really good. They're talking about the Android app. They're talking about the ability uh, to use an Android app eventually for creators, hopefully in less than a year. Um, mm. where we can stream live from our phones. 
Okay. Yeah, they've made some updates already. I noticed last night you could schedule your uh, stream. Yes, yes. So I don't have to like start on one platform and then switch over and start on another platform. It'll. It's awesome. Nice. It's it's so nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and, um, and it didn't have like the pre lag where if you like you you start going early, it'll show the first fifteen minutes and nothing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's great. No, no, they did a great job on the update. They mentioned that there, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the other things that they are going to try to update is um, my idea for video chatting. So in other words, instead of just a super tip or a chat, basically what will happen is for a certain price, you'll be able to upload a 10, a 20, or a 30-second video question, and then you will only be charged if the creator decides to check it, and that means that he will show it on his show. Okay, so that way that way you don't have it live. Someone just can't whip their uh, ding-dong out on air or send you something obscene, or maybe you know they're, they're trolling you or whatever, you know what I mean, and they send a video of something else, so you get to pre-look at it. And then if you check on it, you get it. It's a great interaction with the audience. It's a great way to get them involved, and it's a great way to support the show. And it's not available anywhere else. So uh, it's going to be great. Let's all right. Since you brought it up, I know you got Cuomo. You probably sell that idea to OnlyFans. What's that? Do they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but in OnlyFans, don't you just buy? Hold on, OnlyFans, don't you just? No, you know, know you, basically you just get like the private one-on-one Skype or Zoom sessions. Oh. That's the whole deal there. You're buying that kind of crap. Listen, I got this one girl that I know um, that I met I, it's 2013, eight years ago. I still follow her on uh, Twitter, and she's like a dungeon, you know, dungeon chick, blonde, huge rack. Uh, but she also does... Um, I don't know if it's OnlyFans. She's got one of those sites where it's basically like custom videos and the videos and like we're talking about femdom. Like, forget about it, dude. Stuff that is not my thing go. <laughs> but uh she does, she's been doing it pre-OnlyFans. I remember, man, I'm meeting her. And like this is how I met her. So I'm playing this video, I'm playing a, a portion of shade with a bunch of other fucking, you know, Luke's there. You know, uh, I'm sitting next to Luke, actually, while this is happening. And both of us notice this girl. And she's with an older lady. And basically, she approaches me because she liked the movie at the thing. And she keeps getting these text messages. And she starts explaining that these are pay pigs. Have you ever heard what a pay pig is? I have heard the term pay pig. <clears throat> so I, I at the time, uh, had no idea what a pay pig was. But then she starts explaining it to me, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, who is doing this? And, she, and really she's like, out there. yeah, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of, like, unhappy, wealthy businessmen <laughs> that are lonely, yep. and they, they literally want to be tortured. It's, it's just a crazy, crazy thing. I can't imagine that lifestyle. Um, it, was, it was interesting. It's like, only, it's like the only way to get access to chicks, I think. But, it, but even then, man, like, that's the thing, like... When does it turn in that you want physical physical pain, not even sexual pleasure? Or- well, I think everything everything breaks down into a RNS values, a reproduction or survival. So, so guys are so so driven to find a, a way to access reproduction that they will they will create all sorts of strategies, and that's just one strategy. One, some guys like big girls, some guys like. Whatever, you know. Like yeah, but they're true. never having sex with these girls. Like, the most of the femdom stuff, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Still, so, it still gets you the psychological rewards, I think. It still gets you that that dopamine release. 
Well, I mean, you got to think that, like, at least Andrew Cuomo, maybe not Chris, is into, like, that dungeon shit and nipple twisting. I mean, he's got yeah. those fucking goddamn he fucking pegs. pegs. He gets pegged. I mean, who, sure. I mean, I'm not I, I'm not saying I know anything <laughs> like that. For sure. <laughs> I'm just saying that the motherfucker has like he definitely had like the nipple rings that are like pierced through and you could fucking pull on and shit. And it seems odd. You know what I'm saying? And I guess it doesn't seem odd if you're into sadomasochism. Right. I'm not, I'm not king shape. So speaking of sadomasochism, it is now becoming abundantly clear that obviously this guy um, killed these people in nursing homes, right? Yeah. Yep. Obviously, and covered it up. <laughs> well, not only, did he, not only did he kill them and murdered them, but he covered it up. He went through extra ordinary efforts to make sure nobody found out that he killed a bunch of people. <laughs> am I am I off? I don't think you're off. Um, my that was my assessment. I, I'll say this. I watched, you know how many of those goddamn press conferences I watched. You know how many of them I fucking covered. You know how many of them I played clips on this show with. An so, unhealthy amount. <laughs> I would say, you know what? Maybe it was an unhealthy amount, but number one, people <laughs> need to see it. Necessary. Not only. Nope. That's why people need to appreciate Jason Burmes and, <laughs> and support you. Well, let's. You, you put yourself through that so other people don't have to. <laughs> well, let's look at it this way. Not right. everyone is as strong as resolve as Jason Burmes. Num number one, <laughs> like I said, people need to see it, to see the parts yeah. that the media aren't showing, right? Because the media yeah. are showing like 30 seconds, and they're making him America's governor, mm -hmm. and I'm playing exactly what he says, and I'm warning people. Two, I watched so much of it that by – Mid-April, I had committed that I was actually going to move the fuck out of the state, and I and I went through on that. You know, talk is cheap. I have talked game before and not pulled through. On this one, I did. And I would like to thank Andrew Cuomo <laughs> and the gang for being so fucking blunt about it that it made me know that New York was no longer going to be for me. So Cuomo, and by the way, your camera looks awesome today. You notice that? I, uh... I, I floored it on the internet. You did it. Look at this. Yeah, 35,000. I, I just went all the way uncapped. Unca so, there you are. We're, by the, this is amazing. <laughs> but, this is, this but, is the show from now on. Look at that. Um, I still think I have a new modem coming or something, but like, it was not looking good on Thursday, but I think it's settled. It looks better now. It looks awesome. But, and if, you, if you, they don't have a new modem for you, uh, sh shoot me a screenshot or a picture of what you got. I'll, I'll mail you a modem. I got literally a dozen of them. So I get, I give you a good one. <laughs> anyway, so the new fancy thing, whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, dude, if it's 35 by 100, you said? I'm definitely. Oh, by 1,000? Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah, you could have everything hook up, hooked up. And, more. What's that? It wasn't even that much more. Yeah. I, they always you try know? to trick people. Like, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, because if they can get you really on that throttle plan, I, I was like, I was like, I need really fast. Last time I did, I was like, I need really fast internet, and like, oh, okay. So he went, took me from five to ten. <laughs> like that was, oh man, he doubled it. Whoa, like it goes all the way to thirty-five, bro. He didn't even mention it. <laughs> it's like five dollars more, like from yeah. and thirty-five. I'm like, why wouldn't you tell me that, <laughs> dude? Stupid. Oh, that, well, this is great. I'm, I'm very happy about it. So let's get back to Cuomo the killer. So Cuomo 
does this and and you know pushes a lot of people out of the state. We'll get to it. But basically, the woman that was sitting, what's that? Cuomo and the killer clowns. Well, I just look, man. The next thing is they have to realize that they game the system on the SUNY schools too, and they ruined communities. Like, and my school, my town was literally the first one they gamed it on. Remember when Oneana had that big outbreak? You know how many people we had die? It's called fucking zero. It was zero. It was fucking zero. And they scared the shit out of everybody. But anyway, it was the woman sitting right next to him that blew the whistle. And I was kind of shocked because she went along with the dog and pony show, no matter how uncomfortable she looked every day. You know, I watched her. And it was only the New York Post that was asking those questions about the nursing homes. And now I'm going to have to go back through my videos. And in March and April, when he admitted he was putting them back in nursing homes, I flipped out. And I said, why the fuck would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. And I was pointing it out back then. So Delgado, he's a big lefty. He's trying to get in there. They're turning on their own, right? I want to show this. This, I believe, is another... Uh, another uh, person that was calling, we're going to play this one, uh, for Cuomo to uh, be investigated all the way back in April last year. If we yeah, can. I, I've called for Governor Cuomo's resignation. I think this is probably going to look like criminal behavior. This is now the cover-up, but I called for this, uh, the governor's investigation. I said I, AG Barr back in April. Uh, actually, my first call was May, uh, April and May. Uh, I called for an investigation. The inspector general needed to go in and force the counting of these these deaths. And the reason why you would put COVID positive patients in a nursing home with the most vulnerable people in our communities. Uh, I heard outrage from people all across our region. I, I was alerted to it early in March when I realized it was happening and everyone was in shutdown. I appeared on a few radio and TV shows uh, discussing this and the governor and everyone just completely ignored this. Uh, and the governor just you know, has so much power in New York. Uh, I applaud Janice Dean and Ron Kim, who I served with, the assemblyman, when I was in, in the assembly back in New York. I mean, this has to be investigated. I think, actually, the governor, uh, you know, just to do a service to New York State, should resign. If we had a recall statute like they do in uh, California, yeah. I think he would probably face recall. He really needs to be replaced. This is actually just more uh, typical behavior from Andrew Cuomo. He's been a lawless uh, really a terrible governor just exerting his power. It's been an abuse of power for the last 10 or 11 years he served as our governor. Correct. <laughs> so check this out. He doesn't care. You know why he doesn't care? Because he does whatever the fuck he wants. And that motherfucker two days ago signed yet another executive order extending restaurants, bars, and gyms closing at 11. Wow. Governors can do executive orders. Yeah, yeah, of course. Can I? Can mayors do it? I'm gonna become a mayor and like do a bunch of executive orders. Just well, here's the thing. Warlord of my town. Fourteen of the that that was a clip for fourteen of the Democrats in the New York State Senate have have tried to get his uh, powers repealed. These are the Democrats. All right, that's how many people are are on board now to get rid of this guy, and instead they're just cracking jokes on SNL and they won't even mention the nursing home scandal. So here's my prediction. It's a grim one, John. <laughs> it's a grim one. Um, they're going to somehow spin this like they spin everything. He yep. may have to leave and step down as the New York governor, but somewhere down the line, they'll put him in a position with the Biden administration because they're going to act like New York is new and it's revamped. De Blasio is going to lose mayor to Andrew Yang, 
and they're definitely going to give de Blasio a cabinet position. He'll breeze the, the czar of green assergy. Who fucking knows? You know, like they'll just fucking make something up for him. That's totally oppressive. And uh, yeah, man, it's pretty wild. I mean, you think he's going to jail? I, I'm I'm glad it's finally coming out. But more, more articles on shoes and clothes, <laughs> hairstyles, and well, again, yeah. John, I want to point. Oh, oh, the, the, the army is allowing uh, female soldiers to wear makeup. That's really important. <laughs> and actually, a really good idea because obviously yes. they always let male soldiers groom themselves in a manner that they had to look, you know, different from one another for their end. Of Wait a minute, they didn't do that. They made them all get the same fucking haircut <laughs> and wear the same fucking clothes. Hmm. It's weird. And they call them all maggot. <laughs> like. Hey. Anyway, uh, going back to the treatment in Oxford, you know what they, oh, and of course, every time, the, Daily Mail loves to do this, but that's okay. We can just put it in there. So this is what they actually are pushing at Oxford. No one's going to see um, that study, right? But everyone is going to see that the COVID vaccine will be tested on children as young as six in the first world trial. This is the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine that they're pushing. So six through 17. And this is uh, in Europe, in the UK. That's where they're going to be doing this. So again, most of the time anyway, kids aren't even affected. And if they were, we now know that budesonide <laughs> would be fine. But no. They're going to jab your kid. Like, what in the fuckle schnuck is going on, bro? Is that medical misinformation? Like, I know we can't put this on YouTube and fuck them again. It all depends on who the uh, approved experts are. Well, I'll tell you what. If you didn't hear, let's talk about an approved <laughs> expert. Not your experts, our experts. You have to have our experts say it's okay. John. Anthony Fauci gets a million dollars in the Israeli-based Dan David Prize for courageously defending in the face of uh, uninformed opposition during the challenging COVID crisis, science. So since he was defending science, Israel gave him a million dollars. Science, when he said, don't wear a mask, or when he said, wear two masks, and he said, ah, no, just kidding, you don't. You don't need to wear two masks, but, but yeah, you can wear two masks. <laughs> Which one? Which time? Which time? Which one was it? Dude, when Cuomo went to the White House last week, he had the double mask on. Did you see that? <laughs> like, this is, the, this is the fucking fraudulent nonsense that we have to deal with every single day as, again, the who drops the investigation into, into whether COVID leaked from a lab Saying the theory is unlikely. Did we discuss this yet? Yeah, because it didn't leak because it was released <laughs> on purpose. John, they're not going to invest. Case closed, guys. That theory is so unlikely because we know they did it on purpose. Fuck. So let's get it yeah. straight. I just want to put this out for people. China's a problem. China's a problem. I mean, the idea of China, the power given to China the surveillance system they've put into China, the slave labor that they're uh, using in China. Yes, all that's a problem, but it's people at the top working with everybody to make this the model of the world that is obviously the biggest problem. And here's the deal. I, Think about this. As much of China is a problem, it was our media and people like Fauci and 
the WHO, not China, that said, it's a bat. (laughs) And then they said, John, it's a pangolin. (laughs) And then people started going, I don't know, is this fucking shit from a fucking lab? What the fuck is going on? Investigation start. And now it's not from a lab. And guess what it is now? Guess what they're going to investigate? Are you ready? I can you, you know what? Donald, if you Donald Trump, if you Something had to guess, what Donald Trump? Give Donald me five Trump things there? that sound the most unlikely thing it could possibly be, and maybe it'd be one of those. It's a uh, Donald Trump spray tan formula. <laughs> um, <laughs> gremlins, gremlins. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, uh, Vladimir Putin. Poot, poot. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, hey, listen, the Russia card can always be played. I like that, John. I like that. So we got poot, poot, gremlins, Trump spray tan. Come on, give me something else. All the distraction in, in order to arrest all the pedophiles at the top. <laughs> so a QAnon op. There we go. Yep, that's what it was. That's what started um, it. Yep. Uh, aliens. Aliens. It was actually frozen meat. Imported mm. frozen meat is what they're going to be investigating. They're, they're going to villainize more and more meat. Yes. Yes. Meat. They're going to use this as an opportunity to push their eco agenda along with the COVID-1984 agenda. With Happy their bug, I'll not live in a pod. <laughs> we could play that here. We Did we play that once? Right? We did, right? The one where yeah. we play the, yeah, where everybody's just living in a pod from a 70s movie. Or somebody, or yeah, like the Holy Mountain, yeah, yeah, the yeah, it's eerily kind of like the Matrix, but <laughs> yes, and they had the shit fucking trucks coming in, and it was the city of tomorrow. It's incredible. That's like forty years old now. Like that's like a almost forty year old movie, and here we are with people actually trying to do it. So I wanted to well, talk some the, like, crazy push towards like utopianism in certain generations. There really is. Like there, there was different times when it was tried. Yeah. Well, they're trying it. I mean, there's no doubt about it. This is it. There, there's the big push for the gas line. They're just, it's, it's just how it is. So I, uh, I've been going back and forth with, uh, you know, guys over in New York, guys in my frat, you know, older guys, guys my age, etc., about the idea that what happened at the Capitol was an insurrection. Okay. And so I pointed out, I go, listen, so we're, we, we, set up. it was a trap. It seemed it was a trap. A, a trap. Sure. But I, I, happened, I, well, here's one question that you need to ask them is why hasn't the FBI or anybody put any effort into finding out who placed the pipe bombs where they placed them? Yeah. Well, now they're saying they weren't even pipe bombs. That, that That's now coming out that it wasn't even a pipe that's bomb. It's not going to make the news. That's yeah. not going to make the news. Well, nobody. That, that's my point. Years, ask people about the insurrection, they'll be like, "Yeah, there are pop, pop pipe bombs and explosives they found." They, I, I, you know what? Those guys didn't even play those cards. But I just said this. I go, "You can you name me one other political insurrection?" I go, "Number number one, where no politician was hurt." I go, uh, "Number two, where a military or police protecting those politicians, not one of them was killed." I go, "Number three, where the people that supposedly attacked." didn't have weapons, and not only did they not have weapons, they didn't fire one shot. I go, is there an insurrection in in political history that any of those things actually happened? And not one person could answer. 
all five people that died were Trump supporters too. Well, well, so people just tried to get keep going back to that cop, right? The one cop. It was is four people now because the fifth yeah, person. Really, now there's no evidence that he was even struck in the head with a fire extinguisher. He wasn't struck in the head with a fire extinguisher. Um, in was fact, like he was hit in the head and was injured with the hit to the head and then passed on later. Apparently, the fire extinguisher guy that gets hit in the head isn't even him, and he got hit with some bear spray. And now people are are outing it, and people are actually admitting. So this is just one of the articles. This is the one that dishonors it. So they're starting to correct it now that uh, the impeachment hoax is over. So, like, mm. this is the headline. <laughs> the Times corrects the record. On Officer uh, Sicknick's death, sort of. <laughs> so they're they're now backpedaling on everything and admitting he didn't even get uh, the autopsy at all yet. Yeah, I mean he didn't get hit. They 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 couldn't charge anybody with a crime because he didn't get hit in the head. It's not what he died from. He got hit with some bear spray, and he ended up having a heart attack four days later. Greg Glenn Greenwald did a great uh, mm. all the way you know through it. And this is it. I, I saw it. Listen, I filmed people getting hit with bear spray. I could taste it in my mouth. I like, I could smell the fucking concussion bombs. I was there. I taped a lot of the violence. I decried it. In no way was that a political insurrection. This is what I likened it to. The vast majority of it was much like a Dave Matthews concert <laughs> where a beach ball could have been bopped around. And I go, if you want to compare the violence there, I go, look at, I was at Woodstock 99 too. Comparably, the amount of death, more, fight, more, more death, more burning, <laughs> more death, more burning, more assaults, more everything there. And it's not even a thought. And, I, and, and you know what I get for the response? I get like gifts of clowns and emojis and this and that. No one can answer me. Where's the insurrection? I missed it. You know, I go, look, man, you could arrest those people. That's fine. Anyone that destroyed something, that's fine. But don't mm -hmm. tell me. Yeah, that, stupid. <clears throat> yeah. Arrest for uh, trespassing and damaging property. I mean, you can't. I don't know. Matt, Matt Tracy has a really, <laughs> he's got a good take on it too. He's just, he thinks it's uh, the great, not insurrection, what is it called? The great, the great, just not, oh man, inconvenience, the great inconvenience <laughs> or something he's calling it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's, the, that's maybe a better way to, the great inconvenience. Think about it. What? The greater irritation. <laughs> what? And I also uh, put coup in there, like with insurrection. I go, what coup can you tell me that a topless man in his 30s with face paint and a buffalo thing on with no weapons whatsoever who lives with his mom? His ideas were his weapons, Jason. His shamanic ideas were his weapons. His shamanic <laughs> magic was his weapon. Like, what the fuck, man? This is cart like if you if you could take somebody who had no other experiences, like po post-1955, like just had that hardcore World War II thing going, and you showed him what happened at the Capitol and said that was an insurrection, he might just beat the fuck out you right there. <laughs> He might just take one of those old hammer hands that wasn't fed it, on GMO. This wouldn't happen. This wouldn't happen. <laughs> like, like people would have seen it, and then they would have showed up. The guys from Normandy, they would have come and beat the crap out of those kids. Like, like <laughs> get out of here. It's just the capital. Like, it's ridiculous, man. It's no, like, oh, just mm, yeah, man. It's, it's, it seemed like a big setup. 
you know, tr didn't, didn't Trump wanted some extra troops in town too? They didn't give them. Here's the thing. Uh, I'll say this: they you didn't there, even need that troops. Happen, isn't that? I mean, I don't know. You didn't even need troops, John. When I was there in December, the month before, right? Everywhere you walked, bro. Every in the middle of the day, two, four people were putting on the frog suits, bro. They were they were so many people there for the first thing. So many more cops that I saw for the first thing than there were for this other thing. And again, no one, I watched some of the terrible, terrible, um, terrible stuff they were fucking uh, putting on in that impeachment hearing. Nowhere did any of those guys admit that there was a permitted they, march to they the Capitol. Evidence. They doctored evidence. How, how do they not go to jail? What? How do they not go to jail? They do what they want. How they, they not they, lose a how, how how is that even how is that even a possibility? That should be like uh man, guillotine stuff. Dude. The highest court, like it's, a, it's just an insult. You're pissing on the constitution. I mean, Where's I've been doing a Where's the punishment. They got caught. Where's the punishment? Who's whose head's rolling? I've been doing a uh, read along. And I'm probably going to do part two later tonight, but part one took me almost a half an hour to go through of that gaslighting article where they're just telling you that we rigged the election and calling it fortified. Mm -hmm. And as you go through it, it is just insane what they say they did. Yeah, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts. So, I mean, if you print this out, it's like 20 pages long. So we'll probably get through another half an hour on this. But, you, you know, we live in that world now where they can literally say or do whatever they want and then brag about it later. And there are no repercussions. There are no guillotines. There is no one getting fired. Everybody seems to just get fucking promoted, right? <laughs> like, like how could... All right, again, Cuomo, number one, New York's going to have the biggest death count out of this whole thing. They called him America's governor. They gave him an Emmy. They let him write a book about how well he did, and they suggested... No lives matter. No lives matter. There's proof. There's, that's you need more proof. <laughs> he he banned hydroxychloroquine in New York after they had the rigged studies where they didn't use zinc. He killed people. He literally fucking murdered these people. And big tech, you did it with him. You banned the hydroxychloroquine shit too. You put it on the front pages of your paper. Okay, all you motherfuckers, you're fucking murderers, man. Like, I'm so sick of me being fucking portrayed as some fucking died. lunatic. A lot of people died. They fucking killed people. People for politics. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible to me, man. All right, let's get lighter. We, we've been ran for 35. Man. The fights. Um, you Bitcoin you know, before you even get there. Bitcoin at 49 also, right? Did it? 48. Where's or my phone? 40. Where's my phone? There's a 48. Let's see. Um, I don't want to point at hit forty nine, but no, it's been forty eight. What what is uh, Ethereum maxed out at? Uh, I don't know. Nineteen hundred. It's almost gonna. I, I don't know if it's hit two thousand yet. See, he's got me checking crypto on the air. By the way, thumbs us up, subscribe, and share, guys. Remember, all this is live and free on the Rockfin all week because guess what? YouTube banned my ass. <laughs> we got a, we got at least a week ban. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're down. So right now it's 48 and a half on, on Bitcoin and 18 on ETH, but not crazy down at all. Mm -hmm. 
All that crypto, John. I mean, who knows where the dollar goes it's after all this? Interesting, interesting world. It's, yeah. Uh, that's definitely for sure. Well, I mean, crypto seems like at least short term right now, the way to go, right? Short term, who knows? Who knows when it bottoms out or um, recorrects yeah. a little bit? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, like, I don't know if it's going to if it's going to crash back down again, you know, like you from the past, it's always gone up real big, hit all time highs, been up and down a little bit and then crash, you know, half, half or whatever it climbed. Maybe. Sometimes half, sometimes yeah. three quarters it crashes. It's going to drop back down to 20, but even if it drops to 20, that's still not bad. And like, uh, man, I don't see it doing that when you have Elon Musk and, and, uh, these other, uh, big, money groups getting into it you're gonna have less sell-offs i think from the the individual traders that you had before and the individual whales so i think it's just adding more to the market cap and it kind of strengthens it and i don't think we're gonna get huge deviations i don't know if we're gonna dip too much below a ten thousand dollar dip ever again all right so uh, you know, unless, obvious, unless we get to like triple digits, you know what I mean. Uh, well, I'll just say this. Obviously, I, I just want to say I'm not an investor or any kind of an expert in this, right? But let's let's look at it um, in the past sense, right? So all time high of twenty grand dips down to six, and there was a long term where crypto didn't bang up to where it was. You know, you saw it go to six, maybe eight, maybe max yep. out at ten, right? Then dip dip down to that six, seven, stabilize <laughs> at eight, nine, somewhere in there. Now, a lot of that might have had to do with Trump's presidency. Let's be honest. Economy's moving. People have jobs. The commoner has a little bit more money in his pocket, et cetera. Now, Spending good. Yep. Now, obviously, in that first uh, dip in the stock market, there was also a dip in crypto. They moved almost simultaneously because of the uncertainty. But since yeah. then, and since Trump especially has been put out of office, I mean, forget about the since the vote in November— it is exploding of the money and the fuckery of the politicians and the people in control. I think it's just less faith in uh, establishment. I think it's more than that. I think it's the rollout of the digital currency. So we were talking earlier about Andrew Yang. You know what he tweeted three days ago? Oh no, are we going to get the uh, the UBI payment through crypto? Well, it might yep. be through crypto because he said this: "I'm going to make New York City a hub for Bitcoin." and other cryptocurrencies. And now you have the new crypto uh, credit card out there. I'm sure you're getting all the ads for it. I am, right? PayPal has allowed people like my sister even to invest $5 in Bitcoin when they want, just buy it right through there. Crypto's coming, okay? Uh, they want that digital currency. It can be tracked, traced, and databased. Everybody wants to say it's decentralized. That's not the point. The point of that decentralization is always on the blockchain, and it can be tracked, traced, and databased. And with the, the quantum technologies they've already developed, in other words, quantum annealing that we know about, it'll be no problem for them to put into a full taxation system. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. So in my mind, and it's funny because you know what? Two things that you alluded to I talked to, um, to Tim Poole about when I was at his house. One was... He doesn't believe there will be a, a recorrection. I think his uh, prediction on where Bitcoin is going is high. He said Bitcoin to a million. I think we're more likely, at least in the next three, four months, to possibly see 100,000. Maybe in, maybe that would take a year, but that's a possibility. So I think he's kind of right there. Um, 
And then two, he said, you know, and I asked him because we were talking about how, you know, he's talking about censorship and he claims, and I don't know if he was trying to troll me or whatever, but he claimed that one of the videos that he got taken down by YouTube and they never even sent him a notice or anything, but they took it down. They didn't give him a strike was him talking about how he felt like Bitcoin was an NSA project, basically the ultimate globalist currency of a uh, track trace database society. And I, I, we were talking about Satoshi. I go, well, what do you think? Is this an NSA project they pushed? And he's like, more than likely. So again, that was a, I don't know if that was an off the record conversation, Tim, but we had it. <laughs> and I've always, you know, been hesitant about these types of things because of that, you know? And the other, but the other thing is if the dollar's gone and you want some kind of interdependence and you want to navigate this thing. I've been navigating this thing pretty fucking good. <laughs> You know, I had my fucking breakdown, but think about this, you know, that was more. If you want to trade a a handful of people getting ridiculously rich in order to be able to track, trace and, and monitor every spending of everyone in the future. Yeah. Yeah. They don't mind that, especially, you know, I don't want to get into too many conspiracy theories here, but, you know, putting that into it. And the thing is that, you know, this was a year for me where we're now almost demonetized a full year. I should have been back working some shitty job where they would have made me wear a fucking mask fucking, you know, eight to fucking 13 hours a day while I fucking bitched about it and got really angry. Instead, I moved to a much freer place, much nicer area. I got more money in my bank account. I got a crypto portfolio. I've got the means to actually expand right now. So fuck these people. There are ways to navigate it. And unfortunately, crypto, um, I got to use it as a tool, right? It's a technology. You can use it to fucking like a hammer, build a house, or smash a head in. I'm building houses, bitches. That's what I'm doing. You gotta do. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, you've uh, you've been in Bitcoin yeah, a long time. Point, I'm gonna have to buy like property or something. I think that's a good idea, like resources, right? Somewhere to run to. <laughs> you know, shit happens, pop off, just load up the truck, boom, I'm out to the property. Well, Indiana number one is doing well. I know you don't want to make that drive, but they're doing pretty good. <laughs> You know, they are uh, compared to other states, you know, and Iowa, fuck, we don't even have any restrictions. You know what I mean? Like they took away the restrictions, but that's not totally true either. So like the caged aggression events, we're still not even allowed to be half capacity. It's 30, 30% is what we're allowed to do. I'm hoping they're not going to try the mask bullshit again. I really didn't enjoy having to fucking wear a mask when I wanted to go take a piss or get yelled at by some private security douchebag. But, you know, I mean, come on. Can we grow the fuck up? <laughs> like, like, can we? It's just, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. All right. Yeah, we're, we got, we got, we got outside dining here in, uh, in California, but it's like, yeah, dude. Like, so I went to, uh, Santana Row. It's a little fancy place. It's like they build up these, uh, European style, like little fake towns, you know, it's a shops underneath and uh-huh. people want apartments and condos and stuff up above. So, like, it's already set up to, you know, they close the streets down. They just put up tents. So, like, all the restaurants and everything just spill out into the streets. And so it's big, like, it's just one big outside party. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's, it's packed, you know. So, like, yeah, you got a mask on and you're walking around. You're not really that social distance. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as you sit down at a table and you have a drink or you're eating something, like, you take your mask off. So it's like... <sighs> I don't really see it as like all that healthy of a situation. You know, it doesn't seem like safe, no. but everybody's just, Oh yeah, it's fine. It's pretend like, town. It's as safe pretend, as anything. They're, pretend. they're, 
They're gutting yeah, fucking I'm worried about it, you know. And I and I'm meeting a girl from another city for a first date. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? I was talking to Spawn and he was talking about uh, you know, a chick in Iowa City, and he's like, wait a minute, what's your mask policy? And she's like all about the mask. So he's like, never mind. <laughs> Like, like, never mind. Like, here, again, anytime I go out, there are no masks. Zero. I want to say, if you walk in with a mask, you are the pariah. You are, like, literally, like, the, the, the odd man out. We all look at you like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, get out of here with that nonsense. I love it. That's why I, I feel so good about being here, man. <laughs> like, I, I can be at a convenience store not wearing my mask, right, and it's empty. And I, I, a lot of times I'll walk in and the workers don't have them on. You know what I mean? Because no one's in there. So then they fucking LARP and put them fucking up. But then three other people walk in. And out of the three, only one of them's got the mask on. And then they realize it and they chin it real quick. They they, they don't want to be the pariah either. They chin it. Oh, okay. Everybody's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got it. <laughs> All right. So we should talk some MMA. Awesome fights. Before we talk yeah. about those fights, you're saying Usman needs to beat how many more people? To solidify well, it's, himself, it's not even his his fault. I just don't think the level of competition is there. Mm-hmm. So, like ten more people, but it's like there's still like ten more. Mm, like, is the talent of the pool of the guys there enough to uh, qualify? That's so, what I'm saying. So let's do it. Let's go to the like, rankings. One of the examples I brought up was Mike Tyson. You know, because mm-hmm. Mike Tyson never won the big fight. You know, he was great technically. He was a great fighter, but like really, if you put, I mean. His skill set was great, but like, did he really produce? Like, he beat up a guy, a bunch of guys he should have beat up. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody he knocked out, he definitely should have knocked out. And then he, there's a couple guys he should have beat and didn't. Interesting. I, you know what? It's I think it was the violence in the way that he did it. The fact he was yeah. knocking most of these people out in yeah, less than five. What if he was always fighting somebody at Evander Holyfield's level instead of fighting? Peter McNeely. <laughs> yeah, but Peter McNeely was the after prison fight. That, I know. Yeah, yeah. We'll give him McNeely. All right, let's let's talk about it. Let's go through the top fifteen here. Okay, guys, that uh, Usman hasn't beat who he has. Um, let's see. So we got obviously Gilbert Burns. He just beat him. Covington, he's beat, but I could watch that. Leon Edwards, I think he does beat. Maybe that's interesting. He's already beaten Mosfidal. They're trying to sell a second fight. They shouldn't. Steven Thompson, I don't think they fought. They've got Thompson on the super juice, it looks like. He is aging, but any I'll just say this. Gilbert Burns hurt Usman a couple times in that first round. He ate it well, but Burns also didn't back off yeah. to make Herb what, Dean. Wonder Wonder Boy could keep range and land a couple, you know, clean shots, maybe, but then again, it could just be a 25-minute wrestle fuck. Well, you're not wrong. Well, I'm just saying that one's interesting to me only because he looked so good in his last fight, and it looked like you know, again, he looked like he they vetoed him. All right, so maybe there, Michael Kaseya, hungry. That would be a huge upset. It would be, and I and I like Michael Kaseya. I'm not saying he hasn't earned maybe a shot at a top five guy, but I would think I that like, he. I feel like he's undersized. I I do too, but you know what I'd say. If forget about Thompson, don't give him Thompson because Thompson's a good lineup for him. But if he can take on anyone else in the top four, Masvidal, Edwards, Covington, or Burns, and get a victory, give him a title scrap. He's earned it. You know he won his last fight pretty convincingly. Um, I'd say that's okay. Woodley, he's already beat Woodley. 
Woodley's heart's not in it. Maya, he's already beat Maya. You know, I, I think Usman's beat Maya, right? Can't remember. I'm pretty. You know what? I, I'm I'm pretty sure. I know that Burns had just beaten Maya, but Maya's on a loss and losing streak anyway. Magny, no, he he's nowhere. I don't even think cl close to Usman's level. No offense. Luke, I don't think he's anywhere near it. Jeff Neal, no, I don't think you're anywhere near it. Li Jinglang, no. Uh, Balil Muhammad looked great. He was a fun fighter to watch um, this week, no. Robbie Lawler and uh, Kamit uh, Chimiev, I'd love it. But at the same time, Lawler's got to put together two wins or a win, and somebody has to back out for him to actually get a legitimate shot at him. He's so, older. Yeah, I know you so root for him. Uh, the the fight nobody's talking about that needs to happen for Usman is Khabib. Yeah, of course. Khabib. I, yeah. Khabib seventy. Yeah. He needs to fight him or Usman needs to go up and fight Asanya. Well, Asanya's right. fighting Jan, and Jan could be a fucking yeah. runer. I like that. Yeah. I like that. But no, so, so the point I was making in my show last night was that all those guys in that top 10 you're, you're reading right there. And then you go through Usman's, you know, UFC career and who he's fought. He stacked them up next to the guys' names that GSP fought. Mm -hmm. And it's just not, I don't think that, that it's comparable. <sighs> I think GSP's list beats Usman's list. If they fight head to head. I don't know, man. I think that's a tough one. I think first of all, the guy's what 21 or 22 and 0, right? So he's also got another five years, at least, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, but you, you need the competition. And I think uh, there is a unique characteristic that made welterweight so tough in that era, era with GSP, right? Mm -hmm. And it was because you had other competition, you had other promotions that had solid heavyweight and light heavyweight fighters in them, right, with Pride mm -hmm. and, and uh, King of the Cage and some of these other other places where, where there was spillover from like big heavyweights and UFC's heavyweight and light heavyweight wasn't that strong. 185 was also weak. And that was because 185 pounders could fight in pride and make more money as light heavyweights. So mm -hmm. that's what they did a lot. Um, so there were places for those bigger guys above 170 to go in other organizations. So that's why UFC was kind of weak there. And then the UFC didn't have 155 for a while. And then also you know, WEC, and then they started doing Bushido, and they had Shudo, and they had other lightweight uh, venues. So, like, there was a lot of little guys, mm -hmm. 155 or all over the place, right? But there was only one place for welterweights to go. No one was showcasing welterweights. So, like, all of the best welterweights in the world only fought in the UFC for a while because there weren't other places to go. Now you have an outlet. You have uh, an outlet valve where – you had uh, Bellator and 1FC and all these other places. So, like, there's a dispersion of welterweights now. They're not all concentrated in the UFC. Well, I'd argue also that, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of those guys at that era eventually ended up going to strike force. guys like Lawler, guys like Diaz. Now, I think St. Pierre, he did, I don't think he fought Lawler, right? He did get a win yeah, over Diaz. But then they got consolidated. Oh, no, I agree. Well, I mean, he ends up getting a win over Diaz, so he did fight him. You know, uh, St. Pierre beats Diaz. Um, they do end so, up getting consolidated. It was like that. It was like that, like 2005 to um, 2013 yep. type type of era. Yeah. You know, but then you started having you know other other places, 
um, became viable. Welterweight became viable at Bellator, and you had PFL started or, or World, World Series, Series of Fighting. Then, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, I mean smaller ones. Um, uh, yeah, One FC is our with, with some guys and Ben Askren, you know. So like there was like a split of talent. Mm-hmm. No, there has been two. And and by the way, the Bellator fucking uh, tournament looks awesome. Have you seen it? The light heavyweight. Yeah. Rumble and uh, yeah, that's well, in Romero, that's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, but I mean, did you see the whole thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they got Nemkov versus uh, who the fuck is Nemkov fighting? But it's a good one. Who is it? Phil Davis. Yes, Phil Davis. And then they got um, man, the two other fights: Bader versus Machida. Yep. And then what's the last fight? It's Corey Anderson versus uh. A dude I hadn't heard of, but he's an Eastern European with a crazy name. So he obviously got put there for a reason, you know. Yeah. But I like that tournament a lot, you know. I like I like that a lot. You know, again, Usman, uh, look, again, he almost, it looked like he could have gotten knocked out in the first. We've seen him wobble before. We've always seen him come back. He does have that mindset. Fucking Gilbert at, at one point was 3-1 to one in the odds. You know, even Militich. Who's load? Who? Gilbert? Gilbert. He yeah he got tired yeah. You think that that's why those punches were hurting him so bad? He went too hard in the first, and then he he got hit. He just couldn't recover. Um, I mean, once you yeah, once you get tired, like you, uh, it does affect you. Like little punches, little jabs. But like also, Usman has that. He's got like the rumble type of power, right? There's like a. There's like a thud type of power and there's like a snap kind of power. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Connor has like a snap. It's like a timing and like he puts it on you. And but but the thud ones, it's kind of like you ran into a door. You ran into a, 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 stu, a you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's like, oh, shit. And uh, that, that's kind of what that was. And then enough of those, you start getting scrambled. We got a UFC event coming up this weekend. Um, it is I think it's Blades versus Lewis. Let's get that one up. Let's see. So Blades versus Lewis. I like that fight. Let's view the fight card. Um, before we do predictions, let's run down it. Um, Vieira versus, I don't know the second one, but she's seven, huh? Charles Rosa I like. I don't know much about Derek Minner. Olenix fighting. Uh, and I've seen uh, Chris DeCoste fight just because. Yeah. There you go. Arlovsky's fighting. All right. Yo, every time they try to get rid of him, man, he gets a win. He keeps coming. I actually love that. Good. When's this main card start? 7 p.m. Central Standard Time? All right. And then Saturday. let's see. Anyone here? Oh, Pena's fighting. Let's see if he can get a win. I, Eddie Wineland's fighting. I'd like to see him get a win, too, but his career may be winding down. Chas Skelly. Wow, this is a huge undercard. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine fights on the undercard. All right. What time does that start? 4 p.m. Three hours of prelims. All right. I'll take it. And they'll roll through those. And then what do we got? Two, four, six fights on the main card? Wow. This is a 15-fight banger. I'm I'm pumped. (laughs) Is it Vegas or is it it's Island. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's it's at the Apex in Vegas. I mean, what are your feelings on that now that – you know, we're about to have 30,000 people at NASCAR. You know, I, I mean, we can't have fucking. Open up. Just open up, man. Open up. It's time to open up. 
it, the silly, the silly vaccine thing, and it's not going to go smooth. People aren't going to want to do it. You're going to try to force all this crap in. It's just going to be more of a headache. Just leave people alone. Just leave them alone. It's a novel idea, Mister Fitch. Well, you know what? We just did it, America. folks. We did it. One hour. We took on the establishment. Fitch smashed the establishment again. <laughs> TheGruelingTruth.com, that's where you can find the audio version of this podcast. Official John Fitch is uh, johnfitch.net. You get Gumroad. You get the Wake Up Bible. What else is happening? When's the next seminar? Uh, people need to book book me. Uh, contact uh, Leah at Leah at johnfitch.net. And uh, I travel, do some seminar stuff, teach some, teach some moves, some violence. It's good. Good, healthy stuff. I didn't put any links below because I'm an idiot, but I'm going to put these links below, I promise. And uh, you can uh, support me over at the Go Get Funding. Check out all the documentaries free. And remember, make the Rockfin account. Tell people about the platform. If you are a premium subscriber, you get all of my premium stuff, all of Fitch's premium stuff. But I'm banned on YouTube for the week, so everything Jason Burmis for the next two weeks will be 100% free. But if you're supporting me on here, thank you. Because I couldn't do it without you. Instead, I'd probably still be in Murderland. The Great Migration. Let's uh, leave YouTube and come over to Rockfin. Yes. It's going to suck when they figure out that Rockfin's a better platform and they try to ban it like they did Parler. But I think that uh, Martin is a very smart guy and they've got uh, a game plan. Yes. Yeah. All right, Fitch. We'll see you next week. Thank you, brother. All right, dude. Later. See you guys.